right, it is the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, and we're live in studio with Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder. Mayor, thanks for taking time with us. How are you? Great. How about yourself? Not too shabby. <laughs> uh, it's good to see your face. Right, right. Yeah, I wasn't sure. You know, it's kind of awkward, <laughs> people's reaction when you come into a place. Yeah. But uh, I think everybody's still uh, getting acclimated and keeping their distance. You should continue to wash your hands, things of that nature. So, so what's that's the, good to be in this position. What's the policy going to be at the uh, city of Springfield for employees and even for Springfield City Council meetings now? Well, uh, there's no mass. So, we, uh, you know, sunsetted that yesterday. So, um, you know, that's pretty much business as usual. But again, I think uh, good hygiene is always uh, appropriate, especially when you go back to when we grew up, uh, we were told to wash our hands frequently, and now we know why. No, you're exactly right. Uh, and it's uh, always a, a studious thing to do. Uh, if you got to sneeze, sneeze into your elbow, right, right. Uh, go to the bathroom and get that coughing fit out mm -hmm. of the way or something to that effect. Wash your hands. Uh, and if you're sick, stay home. I right. mean, these are some pretty right. uh, basic things. Right. And that continues to be the case. So uh, hopefully people continue to live that way each and every day. All right, Mayor, let's get into some uh, other city business. Uh, we've got uh, the budget that passed Tuesday. Um, pretty big budget, of course, the the corporate budget, and then you've also got CWLP's budget. Uh, give us the highlights here. What are some of the major priorities that uh, you were able to get through in there? Well, uh, one is uh, with regards to sewer work uh, being done. Uh, in addition, the big one, I guess, would be the relocations of fire stations. That's been uh, wanted for decades. Uh, we've had plans drawn up, never been in the position to do that. So we're proud to be in that position due to, you know, good fiduciary management and, you know, the assistance of ARPA funds, Senator Durbin and Senator Duckworth were the ones that prevailed on that side to allow cities to have it across the country. But uh, that uh, does help us build those uh, station houses. We're putting a portion, I think, $4 million out of uh, $10 million, roughly around that amount, uh, into that project. And then also fire engines that uh, were needed. These would retire the ones that are 15 years of age and older. And then, you know, of course, uh, technology for the police department. And uh, the list goes on and on. So we've got uh, the budget that starts, uh, is it today or is it the end of the month? March uh, starts today. Okay, March 1st. so today is mm -hmm. the day that the budget right. starts. Um, over the next year, what are some uh, other big things? Are we going to see shovels in the ground for the fire department, uh, the new stations, or are we going to see some planning underway on all of that? How is that going to play out, and when are people going to see those results? Well, the planning's been underway. Uh, we intend to break ground on each of those stations if, uh, you know, of course, material costs, uh, labor costs come in as expected. And so uh, we will move forward on all three of those, if at all possible. Uh, that's the intent. Uh, with regards to other potential projects, you know, with the uh, sewers around the lake, you know, taking care of our lake, we're going to have a public meeting with regards to the aeration system that we've kind of introduced as one of the solutions for the uh, water quality. And that uh, didn't pass, right? Uh, correct. It was, was uh, kind of held, yeah, held in committee for the, for the right. time being. And uh, we've made the commitment to the uh, lake property owners uh, to have a public forum, and, you know, that's what we uh, intend to do uh, with regards to that. So uh, the other thing that we'll look at in the upcoming year is, of course, recruitment, not only for the police and fire department, but also, uh, you know, how do we uh, create uh, job opportunities and train the workforce of the future, especially when it comes to hospitality, housing development, things of those nature. So we'll probably be coming back with ARPA requests associated with uh, economic development on those sets. I do want to talk more about the ARPA dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, you've got uh, like 14 some odd million that's still in hand. Some of that's been budgeted, uh, but you have an additional 17 million mm -hmm. that's expected again later on this year. So we'll touch on that a bit. Uh, we're talking with 
Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder here at 744 on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Um, but uh, let's just touch base really briefly. We talked about the mask mandate being lifted. Um, we talked about, uh, you know, things somewhat getting back to a sense of normalcy. What do you think that will mean and what will it look like for the city of Springfield when it comes to tourism, when it comes to St. Patrick's Day parades coming up? Uh, you got a whole host of other things. Are we going to get back to a, a bustling, thriving economy that we saw before the pandemic? Well, I think we will eventually. I think uh, you'll see a gradual um, escalation, I guess, of activities. You know, St. Patrick's Day Parade will be the first test of that. I think people are ready to go out. There's still some people that are, you know, conscientious. And I think once you get through March, the flu season, typically, I think uh, as the summer months approach, um, I think, and there's no further escalation of COVID or another transition into a different phase of it, I think uh, people will get more comfortable. And then we'll have a rebound of the uh, tourism that we've seen previously. So we will have a better year than last year. And then Next year, of course, to be better than this year. Any lessons learned over the past two years? Um, and you know, it, it's hard not to include the politics of all of this. Uh, we've seen it play out in the courts. We've seen it play out on the House floor. Uh, mm-hmm. We've seen it play out nationally. Uh, what kind of lessons have been learned from how to manage these types of events in the future? Well, for myself, I thank God for my mother because she was kind of like the peacemaker of the family. And so, uh, you know, uh, people say, oh, you're too nice a guy. The focus I always had was to how do we move forward with, uh, you know, kind of a split council. And it's all about keeping people together, focusing on, uh, you know, improving the next day and the next week and the next month, next year. So that's been the focus, and uh, we've held it together very well. Uh, so it's a credit to everybody, uh, city council members, as well as our workers, providing the services that people deserve. And we didn't see much interference associated with the politics ends. It did you know, come into play a time or two if you watch city council meetings. If you listen to council roundup, that's always enjoyable, uh, the time to reflect. And so uh, we appreciate that, because really, uh, the one thing from the pandemic uh, is the importance of local media. And that's the takeaway I have here is because uh, you have all the noise on the federal side, the state side, but really the local media outlets, especially with radio, um, is going to play a more important role as we move to the future. And Mayor, let's uh, talk a bit about the uh, the use of ARPA dollars and of course we've got uh, 14 million from the 17 million you guys received uh, last year an additional 17 million coming forward you talked a bit about how some of that has been budgeted in the budget that starts today um, and some of the other ideas there are for infrastructure improvements and whatnot um, what is going to be the best use of those dollars in your estimation uh, to get the biggest bang for the buck for taxpayers because they're still taxpayer dollars right and it seems like the 34 million dollars that we received received uh seems like a large sum, which it is, but it doesn't go very far in today's economy, especially when you're looking at the infrastructure needs of sewers, roads, uh, you know, firehouses that we've talked about. And then the other uh, capital that we uh, don't talk about as much, but is uh, become more prevalent and important is human capital. So uh, that's what we look forward to leveraging those dollars uh, with additional grants. How do we move forward in that capacity to touch all those areas? So, so far, you know, we mentioned the firehouses uh, as well as the sewer lining uh, because that impacts all areas of our community with regards to sewers around the lake. So you uh, eliminate the septic systems. Uh, That's a key component. And then uh, larger projects like out north, uh, we have an EPA order to kind of correct the uh, sewer system out in that uh, direction. So we're looking uh, on those areas. But with regards to the human capital, you know, we were looking at a teen empowerment area 
for the Comer Cox Park, Chamberlain Park, which are underlized, underutilized spaces, uh, try to gear that more towards teen activities and how we can uh, you know, engage youth uh, and show them the opportunities that they might not otherwise see. And we think, uh, we believe that that will help stem you know, individuals going into gangs and you know, falling uh, you know, to those type of praise. Uh, you, know, you want them to behave in a better manner. One way you have to do that is invest in those areas. Do you anticipate, and is this already done, and apologize if it's uh, something that is already done and I just don't know about it, is there going to be a, an area where all of the federal dollars that are spent are kind of outlined in a, in a one-stop shop type thing so you know, members of the media or even the public and the taxpayers can kind of see where all these dollars are ultimately going to evaluate? Is this is this the best use? And, and maybe even a year later, two years later, kind of look back and say, uh, you know, this was productive or it wasn't productive. Uh, no doubt. You know, we started off with the ward plan meetings, and then we've asked, you know, in each ward what individuals would like to see in their area or throughout the city uh, with the use of ARPA funds. But uh, from that, we will uh, have a document that shows how we've leveraged it and how we maximize as much as possible and what the end game was. And uh, so we don't want to... Uh, you know, you know, you've spent $34 million, are gone through it, and then you don't have anything to show from it. The one thing, uh, when I you know, ran for our office back in 2015, what people like to see is the uh, vertical construction, you yeah. know, because uh, it's important to have that strong foundation. Otherwise, without that, you cannot get the vertical construction. So it'll be a combination of things, but you want to be able to point to projects, initiatives, <clears throat> excuse me, that, uh, you know, uh, withhold the test of time with regards to the ARPA funds. But what we're receiving is $34 million. The county's received $30 plus million. The school district, I think, received $100 million. So that's a significant amount of money coming into our area, and we need to maximize it, just not as a city acting alone, but how do you work with other government entities, the private sector, to really uh, transform the area? Now, I know that you can't <clears throat> use the dollars to offset tax increases or anything like that, right? Um, Correct. But uh, it can still uh, provide a better, uh, a stable footing, so to speak, uh, for future projects. Right. I think the best uh, point to that will be the relocation of the station houses. We haven't been able to do that, and so um, it gives us the flexibility to uh, allocate a million dollars per station. I think we put uh, three or four million dollars into those uh, station houses, and we'll relocate three. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. We're going to take a look at all the houses. How do we upgrade them post-pandemic to that uh, modernization of uh, services uh, to provide the uh, or give the equipment to the fire department so they can serve the public better? Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder in studio with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Just a few more minutes here, uh, and the legislature's in session. The House is back today. Uh, they've got an adjournment of April 8th. They've got their state budget they've got to put together. But uh, what is the city of Springfield looking for from the, the state lawmakers? Well, probably one of the uh, a lot of it's on policy. One is on the police side of things. We don't want any. Uh, uh, we want to make sure qualified immunity stays intact. Uh, making sure that the legislature understands the importance of you know the uh, you know the front line. The police officers support them because they're not feeling the support that they once did. Uh, the other thing is with regards to the fire uh, pushing out the ramp, and this is police or fire pension, because it's like refinancing your mortgage. This is the same thing. Uh, we would maintain our payment level that we currently have, but it escalates every year by millions of dollars, and that takes away services from the general public. By us uh, kind of uh, 
extending that ramp, it allows us to continue to make the payment level we're at right now, and we would be able to um, eat into the unfunded liability associated with that. Those are probably the two main uh, areas. But the other one that we'd like is just simple release of funds to help support UIS and their uh, initiative to come downtown. The state has $15 million sitting there. It's my understanding all they do is have to authorize that expenditure, and then that would really be a game changer for downtown Springfield, allowing that uh, project to move forward. Well, uh, we'll be watching closely. Appreciate you taking the time with us. And uh, here in studio with Mayor Jim Langfelder on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Be safe, and we'll talk soon, all right? Well, thank you. Have a great day.